Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, we are blessed to be amongst you with the third episode of this blessed podcast, Unraveling Dua Al-Ahad. If you remember last episode, we talked about the first couple of segments of this dua, which started with Allahumma Rabban Nur Al-Azim, and we ended talking when we reach Wal-Anbiya uh, Wal-Mursaleen. Before going to the next segment of uh, this dua, I want to go back and touch on a couple of more points about Allahumma Rabban Nur Al-Azim. Oh Allah, the Lord of the Great Light. If you remember, we talked about who can be this great light and what can be this great light. And we argued that 124,000 prophets, they're all Allah's light on earth to uh, enlighten our path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to guide us. They're Allah's proof for humanity. However, whatever they went through, all the 124,000 prophets, all the calamities and all of the challenges that they went through, they were not able to accomplish what Allah sent them completely. They were sent, according to the Holy Quran, chapter 7, chapter 57, verse 25, Surah Al-Hadid, Allah says, لَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُلَنَا بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأَنزَلْنَا مَعَهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْمِيزَانِ we have already sent our messengers with clear evidence and set down with them the scriptures and the balance that the people may maintain their affairs in justice. They came to bring justice and tranquility and love and happiness for the people of their time. However, they were not able to accomplish it again completely. They all came to prepare the platform for our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi the greatest light of Allah subhanahu wa taala that will illuminate our path. Rasulullah went through what he went through for twenty-three years, and all the other imams, each imam to be Allah's light uh, on earth for guidance to show the path to people. However, again. They were not able to accomplish whatever they wanted to accomplish and whatever their mission was completely. So keeping that in mind, when we read Allahumma Rabban Nur Al-Azim, Allah, the Lord of the Great Light, and what we are about to ask and send our salutation and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about Imam Al-Mahdi, one can argue that oh Allah, the Lord of the Great Light in here, it means the light which is Imam al-Mahdi ajallahu ta'ala farajul sharif who will accomplish the mission of 124,000 prophets and the 11 other imams before him. He will illuminate and he will be able to accomplish their mission, their goal and what they were about to bring for people. They are all lights. We read in Ziyar al-Jama' al-Kabira, خَلَقَكُمُ اللَّهُ we address Ahl al-Bayt alayhi 14 ma'asum starting with Rasulullah Muhammad sallallahu and ending with Imam al-Mahdi sharif we say Allah created you as lights then he made you observe observer from his throne 
So if we argue that Allahumma Rabban Nur Al-Azim, this Nur, this light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be Imam Al-Mahdi, based on this dua, this, uh, these are the evidence that we are bringing that Imam Al-Zaman is that Nur, that light. Assalamu alaikum, we read in Ziyarat Ali Yaseen and other Ziyarat of, of Imam Al-Mahdi. Assalamu alaikum, Ya Nur Allah. O Imam Al-Mahdi, you are Allah's light in this universe. The guided one are guided by you, O Imam Al-Mahdi. Or another ziyarah of Imam Al-Mahdi, we read a segment where we call and we address him. Assalamu alayka ya nur Allah alladhi la yutfa'. You are, peace and blessing be upon you, you are the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that does not extinguish. So, keeping this in mind, so when we read this dua, the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Imam al-Mahdi. Then we go to the next segments of the phrases. Allahumma anni, after we glorified Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahumma rabbal nur al-azim, wa rabbal kursi al-rafi'a, wa rabbal bahr al-masjur, wa munzir al-tawrat wal-injil wal-zabur, all the way, wa al-anbiya'a wal-mursaleen, then another series of discussion opens. After glorification of Allah, right now, Allahumma anni as'aluka, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, biwajhika al-kareem, wa Allah, I beseech you in your noble face, what is Allah's face? Does Allah has face, actual physical face? When we, we read a hadith in Tawheed Shaykh al-Saduq, you see how unraveling this dua, strengthening our aqidah in Tawheed, strengthening our aqidah in Usul al-Deen. Imam Rada alayhi salam, alayhi abba salt, man wasaf Allah biwajhin kal wujuh faqad kafar. Anyone who scribes Allah that he has face like other faces. He is kafir. So we are reading Allahumma inni as'aluka biwajhika al-kareem wa Allah I beseech you in your noble face. What is this face? Walakin wajhullahi anbiya'uhu wa rusulih. Allah's face is his prophets and the messengers that he sent. Wa hujajahu Sallallahu alayhi and all of his proofs They are Allah's face Allah's prophets Allah's messengers and Allah's proofs on earth they are Allah's face on earth Allah himself doesn't have any physical body that we say we ask you and we beseech you Allah in your noble face as we know, within Islam, there are some faith that they believe Allah has physical body. That on the day of judgment, people can see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But according to Shia, according to Holy Quran, and according to narrations of Ahl Bayt, from Rasulullah all the way to the last Imams, we believe as a Shia at 12-verse, Allah doesn't have physical body. Allah doesn't have his face. So again, when within the Dua Al-Ahad, we read, O oh Allah, I beseech you in your noble face, we don't mean the face of Allah because he doesn't have face. But his face is again his prophets, his messengers, and his proofs. We read in Surah Al-Qasas, chapter 28, verse 88, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kullu shay'in 
Halikun illa wajha. Everything will be destroyed except his face. So we ask again, what is this face that we are beseeching Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his noble face? Person says, Kunna inda Abi Abdullah. We were sitting next to Imam Sadiq our sixth Imam. This narration is in Kitab Basairu Darajat, Volume 1, page 66, which is a very, very, very important book uh, for one to read and increase his ma'rafa and knowledge about Ahlul Bayt. A person came and asked Imam Sadiq, what does this mean that everything, everything will be destroyed uh, except his face. Imam asked him, what do other people talk about this? Meaning the non-Shia. That his face, actual face, it won't be destroyed. Imam said, his face is the is place that we people can get to him through his face. And we are Allah's face. Ahlul Bayt So today, again, when we read this dua, for Allah, I beseech you in your noble face, who is Allah's face today, is Imam al-Mahdi. And we have a hadith from Ahlul Bayt that Imam Ali is Allah. Imam Ali is Allah's eyes. Imam Ali is Wajhullah. Imam Ali is Udhunullah, Allah's ears. Imam Ali's hand is Yadullah. Not that he is Allah, no. He is Allah's representative. People get to him, get to Allah through Imam Ali salam. To clarify this a little bit, if you see when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he created Prophet Adam ala nabina wa alihi wa alihi salam, he asked the angels, to prostrate toward Adam and to Adam, which is prostrating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because Allah doesn't have any physical place or being that one can go. For example, Mecca, Kaaba is a house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So does it mean that Allah is in Kaaba and he's not here anymore? He is his house during the day, he goes around the world, and then at nighttime he goes to his house? No. People have to face one place for direction of salah. Which direction will Kaaba becomes the direction that we face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we want to talk and communicate and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Which direction should we be? Well, facing the Kaaba. So Allah's proof, Imam Zaman, same as Prophet Adam. Allah told angels, okay, you want to do sujood? All the sujood is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which direction this should sujood should be? The face of Allah. Who is face of Allah? That time was Prophet Adam, where Shaitan said, No, I want to come to you, Allah, according to narration and Quran. He said, I want to come to you, Allah, directly to you. I don't want to come through another person. For those people who say, We don't want Imams, why can't we go directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Well, going directly to Allah, in which direction? Where is that direction to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Well, Allah has shown that my representative on earth, my hujjah, my proof, my prophet, my imams, they are direction to me. They are my face. Allah says, no, 
I want you to, to shaitan, Allah said, I want you to worship me the way I want you to worship me. I don't want you to worship me the way you want to worship me. Basically, he wanted to come up with his, with his own way of worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, no, you come to me through my face. What is that face of mine? Is my proof, is my hujjah, is my prophet. So Imam says the same thing, that everything will be destroyed except his face. Imam said, that face, we are Allah's face that people get to him through us. We read the same word, wajh, face, in dua and nudba, which is a very, very important dua that one should start reading it every Friday morning. We say a segment, beautiful segment in this dua, where is the face of Allah, meaning Imam al-Mahdi, towards whom the saints turn their faces? So, Wajhullah is Imam al-Mahdi. And we asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahumma inni as'aluka biwajhika al-kareem. Wa Allah, I beseech you in your noble face. Who is that noble face today? Is Imam al-Mahdi. The next segment of Dua Al-Ahd. And we beseech you in the light of your luminous face. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's guidance comes in two forms. Different kind of guidance. During our time, Imam al-Mahdi is the luminous face of Allah that is there for guidance. This guidance, Hidayah, we have Hidayah Taqweeniyah, which is cosmic guidance that is for all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and hidayah tashri'iyyah that is that has to do with shar and religion which is for humanity, for human being. The first guidance, hidayah taqweeniyyah or cosmic guidance. We read in chapter 20 verse 50, surah Taha, قَالَ رَبُّنَا الَّذِي أَعْطَى كُلَّ شَيْءٍ خَلَقَهُ خَلْقَهُ ثُمَّ هَدَى he said, our Lord is he who gave to everything its creation, then guided it to its goal. A seed, when we plant a seed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the seed, and the guidance for the seed is to take all the nutrition from the earth and from sun and water and grow, 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 grow for you and I to benefit. Everything that has been created in this universe is for you and I to benefit. The sun, the moon, the trees, flowers, animals, for you and I to benefit so we can get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's Hidayah Taqweeniyah, cosmic, that it's part of the nature. We don't have anything to do with it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the nature this way. Then we have Hidayah Tashri'iyah that has to do with religion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Insan, chapter 76, verse 3, Indeed, we guided him to the way. Be he grateful or be he ungrateful. So all the guidance is from Allah, no doubt. In our time, Imam al-Mahdi is the intermediary for this guidance. Through him, we get Allah's guidance. He is Allah's light among us us amongst us that we beseech Allah through him we beseech Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his luminous face which is Imam al-Mahdi we beseech Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
by his mercy which is manifested in the life of Imam al-Mahdi. Next phrase, And we beseech you Allah by your eternal kingdom. Ya hayyu ya qayyum, O ever living, O self-subsistent. Ya hayyu ya qayyum, where else do we see it? That's the beautiful, we see how there is comparison between and compatibility between the verses of the Holy Quran and the Ahadith of Ahl Bayt and the Dua and Ziyarah. Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum takes us to chapter 2, Surah Al Baqarah, verse 255, Ayatul Kursi. Allahu la ilaha illa huwa al Hayyul Qayyum. Allah, there is no God but He, the living, the self subsisting, and the eternal. Going to next, As'aluka, next phrase of Dua. أَسْأَلُكَ بِاسْمِكَ الَّذِي أَشْرَقَتْ بِهِ السَّمَوَاتُ وَالْعَرَضُونَ Oh Allah, I beseech you by your name with which the heavens and the earth have lit up. بِاسْمِكَ What is this اسم? That by this name the heavens and the earth have lit up. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in chapter 7 verse 180 Surah, surah Al-A'raf Allah says وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى the most beautiful names belong to Allah, so call on Him by them, mean by those names. In Dua Al-Ahad, we read, I beseech you by your name. Allah says, to Allah belongs the most beautiful names. What are these names that we have to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by these names? We ask this question from the teachers of Quran who are infallible, like Quran. Imam Sadr Ali Salam narrates this is in the book uh, Al Burhan Pi Tafsir al Quran, very important book of tafsir that we have, volume 2, page 617. That the most beautiful names belongs to Allah, so call on Him by those names. Imam says, Nahnu wallah. By God, we are the most beautiful names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will not accept from his servants, meaning their actions, except by knowing us, Ahlul Bayt alayhim Let's bring it together again. In Dua al-Ahad, we read, I beseech you by your name. Wallah, I beseech you by your name, with which, with, with those names, the heaven and the earth have lit up. What are those names? Allah says in the Holy Quran that the, to me, to Allah, the most beautiful names belongs to Allah, so call him by those names. Allah is commanding us, biha, call him by those names. What are those names? Imam al-Sadr explained it to us, for you and I to know. Again, he says, By God, we are the most beautiful names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We see also in Tafsir al-Burhan, Imam al-Rida alayhi salam says, If you face a challenge, a hardship, difficulties, typically hardship, فَاسْتَعِينُوا بِنَا عَلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ Seek aid through us. وَهُوَ قَوْلُهُ وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءِ الْحُسْنَى فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا 
We want to get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Perfect. All of us, we should be facing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is Allah's face? Imam al-Zaman, today is Allah's face. What is Allah's most beautiful name that we should ask Allah? Is the Imam of our time. More hadith about this segment that is, inshallah, we leave it for the next episode. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us to be able to read this dua on a daily basis and understand the meaning of this dua and think about this dua and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to hasten the appearance of our beloved Imam Mahdi ajalallah ta'ala farajo sharif with the blessing of loud salawat. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad wa ajil farajahum.